What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my favorite son of a goose. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. How's it going? Uh, you know, um, I want to apologize for being late to the recording. Okay. Um, I had a manscaping appointment. The manscaping? Yeah, yeah. I had to do one of those trips. Uh, it's because I like to have a highway to the danger zone. Oh, God. <laughs> Now, I can't get that out of my head now, but like it's in my mind. The rules of the podcast are simple. Haysam and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. And who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. I got a need. A need for the coin Coin of of fate. fate. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers as always. Today, we're reviewing Top Gun Maverick. Let us begin with our patented one breath synopsis. Here we go. Top Gun Maverick is a 2022 American action drama film directed by Joseph Kaczynski, the sequel to Top Gun and the second installment in the Top Gun film series. The film stars Tom Cruise as Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell reprising his role from the original alongside Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly, John Hamm, Glenn Powell, Lewis Pullman, Ed Harris, and Val Kilmer also reprising his role of Admiral Tom Iceman Kaczynski from the first movie. It follows Maverick confronting his past while training a group of younger Top Gun graduates including the son of his deceased best friend Goose. The film is the highest grossing film of 2022. It was shot mostly practically by Abby the actress physically present flying fighter jets. The G-force on that one is making me pass out. <laughs> I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you love Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. If it lands on tails, you hate it. No. <laughs> Here goes nothing. You hate oh. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick is a breath of fresh air. It is movies like they used to make it. It is an adrenaline-fueled action drama. It shows that Tom Cruise is still the greatest movie star that's ever lived. Top Gun Maverick was such an amazing time at the movies. Military-industrial complex, all right? Just rampant male chauvinism. Right, just oh, let's go, uh, Navy, Marines, Army, rah rah rah. Let's rally around the flag. This is literally trying to shore up the ranks of uh, soldiers that will be signing up. You know, like they literally should have just had booths outside of the theaters to get to get impressionable young men to sign up for the Navy to uh, out, outside of this because this is clearly what it's about. Switch. And why not? The fact of the matter is that there is no better career than in the Army, Navy, Marines. All right? The fact of the matter is that this is a myth for the modern day. Uh, Top Gun Maverick may have been perfectly executed as uh, a, a, a way to bring the American people together, but it does more than that. It's a universal story that makes the entire world feel proud of being American. And the fact is, 
<laughs> that Tom, that Tom Cruise has just, I mean, it's unbelievable that this guy is, you know, older than anybody else in the cast and yet schools them up and down. He looks better than anybody. He is so fit. He's so energetic. He's so full of drive and power and charisma that you just, you can literally just watch uh, just two hours of him, okay. his face. Not only is this movie American propaganda, but it is Tom Cruise propaganda. And you have clearly drink, drunk the Kool-Aid, the Scientology Kool-Aid mm-hmm. here with Tom Cruise. Uh, here, let me tell you something. Uh, I don't want this movie or you spreading your uh, you know, heathen lies about the uh, Scientology community, right? It's all about going to space, going into the air, and we all know that's what the Scientologists listen, are about. Listen, how dare you speak ill of our Lord and Savior, Ron L. Hubbard. May he rest in peace forever and ever, all right? Say not a damn thing, all right? Let us say a prayer <laughs> together. <laughs> Scientology is my ontology. I love ontology, my Scientology, all right? That is that is a well-known, well known. a well-known Scientologist prayer, yes. right? And the fact of the matter is that, that what's wrong with having a faith that brings us all together under the pan the banner of you know aliens seeding the planet with their souls yeah. you know and the fact is that we all look to a higher power in this case it's tom cruise yes. as we should cuz he is better than any of us switch all right and his ego is so inflated at this point that this guy thinks he can just do whatever he wants all right put people's lives in danger all right what is this insistence that Tom Cruise has with with bringing people, you know, on uh, you know on these flights, right, and making them go through incredible, uh, you know, G force, you know, uh, getting passing out, getting hurt, right? Tom Cruise is is I mean, this is he's he's a, he's 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 Tom brutal. Cruise is not making people do anything that he doesn't do himself, and it shows. It makes such a huge difference to see these characters, these actors on the flights, going through the actual uh, maneuvers, it is thrilling. It made the little hairs on my hand stand. It was edge of the seat stuff. I thought you were going to go (laughs) for a different body part. (laughs) That too. Uh, It was just kind of magnificent to see all the real aerial combat. It's something we really haven't seen on film for so long. This is complete nonsense. These days, there is no aerial combat, first of all. So that's a complete fabrication. This random country that they're attacking, okay? What random country has this kind of setup that is trying to enrich uranium? I mean, it's just, it's literally just this boogeyman that is being perpetrated by the American military-industrial complex to further this idea that we need to pump more money, by we, I clearly mean Americans, of which we all are, (laughs) right? Into the military-industrial complex to bloat this system when the United States already has more money in its military than than the next 10 countries combined. Subterfuge, okay? (laughs) You are talking about all these things on the side and not talking about the brilliance of this movie itself. the action sequences itself I could talk about for like hours and hours. Oh, Each set piece is yeah. beautiful. Right. Each set piece is delicate and incredible and in- intricately designed mm. to just be perfect. We have like the mission, which we know from start to finish. So the stakes are so high that as you go through this film, you just want these people to succeed. It is incredible. I mean, 
do. I didn't want these people to succeed. You know what? You, you wanted these people to succeed. I mean, they could have very easily been going after your country in this case. You're brown. You know, like it's very possible that are you the one who's been enriching uranium? I don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows why. Because they wanted to keep it vague enough that you could put whatever your boogeyman is. Now, okay, you're right. Let's talk about the film and not about the actual reason for this movie. But okay, all right. From the start. You've got this copy-paste situation from the initial Top Gun, right? It's adding nothing new. All it is is just taking that formula and revising it and then just bringing it into, into the now, right? And, you know, there's absolutely no need to make people literally go through this, this incredibly brutal training uh, when you could have easily just done that on the ground. I mean, hey, this is what uh, visual effects are for. Switch. And thank God <laughs> that the people who were cast to play in this film were willing to do what our second Lord and Savior Tom Cruise <laughs> asked of them to do, right? Because the fact is that that's what makes this feel real. This garbage that you see in so many modern films, I'm looking at you, Marvel, yeah. you know, that's just pure CGI on a green screen, right? Pulls you right out of it. It pulls you right out of the film. In this case, even the sound design, the, the, the jerking of the stick yeah. in the cockpit yeah. left and right, and the pulling of the G-force on their faces, you can't fake that. It's just not possible. Well, I mean, you can not fake the boredom that uh, I felt while watching this film. Uh, you know, it had like this t super hackneyed love story. Let's talk about this love story that they have shoehorned into this movie because, hey, the old movie had a love story. And that's what this movie does. It takes scenes, it takes sequences, it takes music cues from the old movies and just pushes it in there so that you feel some nostalgia and you feel like you like this movie or you've seen something original. But why? No, that's what we this want. is the same movie you've seen over and over and over again. Give me something new. The, the fact that this is staying true to the original is what makes it a perfect sequel. This is a way, this is literally a love letter <laughs> to the original film, but updated to our modern era. But the true thing about this movie is that the original Top Gun sucked, okay? <gasps> and now you have... This new movie that is just copy paste. It's making a copy of a movie that was already pretty Legendary. terrible. The, the original Top Gun was responsible for an uptick in military recruitment of at least, you know, 35%. And I that's what this up. movie is designed you know? to do as that's, well. That's a good thing, right? Because we need America to police the world as a Palestinian. <laughs> And an Arab, I can yeah. tell you how wonderful the American military is. The original movie is so cheesy. And uh, maybe it worked back it then, but it doesn't then. work anymore. This, this kind of cheese, this kind of like just, you know, just uh, kind of, this movie tries to be so kind of genuine and heartfelt. No, we don't want that anymore. That's not kind of the generation that we are part of. The generation we are part of love irony and uh and a wink and a, and a wink yeah, and, and a nod a wink to the and a nudge. this movie no we don't want a wink and a nudge we want it to be heartfelt we want it to be true no. we want it to be to, to to be to be you know sincere and that's the thing about this film is that okay look let's look at it right you've got tom cruise right mm -hmm. and he's just the heart and soul of this film right and you're wondering where 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 iceman is right you're like where is he well he's actually become an admiral at this point right and the amazing thing about this film is that the, at first you're just seeing a text conversation with tom 
Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer with, you know, uh, with Maverick and Iceman. And then later on in the film, you realize, and this is heartbreaking, is that when he goes to see Iceman, Iceman is suffering from a degenerative disease like a throat cancer of sorts, right? Which has made him incapable of speaking properly, much like Val Kilmer cheap. in real life. It is cheap. It is heartfelt. It is moving. using cancer, real life cancer to try and make a quick buck to add a little like uh you know emotional weight to this film that is gross i felt switch, gross switch i felt broke i felt like, like there was just tears and broke slot. like no money or <laughs> it broke my heart oh okay broke my heart <laughs> there was just tears and snot just snot. rolling down my uh rolling my eyes i saw the this these two men these two icons standing there and that their chemistry story you could tell that that was you know tom cruise and val kilmer and their friendship shining through it was a beautiful it was moment. just it was just a low-hanging fruit right you know like that anybody could have could have written something like that and thought oh yeah that's gonna squeeze a, a, a couple of uh, you know heartstrings or pluck a couple of heartstrings you know oh, fine you know okay fine it's it's a send-off to 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 uh, to this character and they had to wrap it up fine fine i mean really totally empty right you're and heartless right i think that it is not only that sequence this movie has such heart because it's about relationships right you have the relationships with goose and his now son rooster and you have tom cruise's relationship with and him what's this obsession with miles teller i mean really this guy i mean he's he's just ever since uh, you know whiplash whiplash it's like it's like who cares about this guy you know he's a, he's not going to be the next big thing stop trying to make him the next big thing well he's already the next big thing okay especially when it comes to when you compare him to the high of Tom Cruise. He's, he's a huge thing, really. But I think that relationship is the core of this film. That and it mustache really is the core of this film, all right? Miles Teller's mustache really is has more personality than Miles Teller does himself, all right? He's just an angry young guy. And then you have Hangman and his character arc. This movie gives everybody character. It gives everybody character arcs. It's so exciting. It is so emotional. I it just it's the kind I wanted to stand up and applaud at the end of this film. No, I'm glad that you didn't because I mean I would have been embarrassed. You know, we weren't even seeing the film together, but I would have felt embarrassed <laughs> at that moment. I would have I would have shuddered. All right, you know, you've got you've got these characters with their lame you know call signs. You know, uh, high some uh, <laughs> what's well well hung <laughs> tiny balls. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny balls would okay. be your call sign, sure. right? Okay, and it's like, oh, we're trying to make everybody seem cool, you know. I mean, it's just look. At the end of the day, this was a paint by numbers expected structure that was just copy pasted from the previous film. And the only reason it has done well is because it's been just pushed and pushed and pushed. You know, I'm fine. Okay, making money is not the indication of a good movie, just like we saw with the Jurassic World uh, films that I'm trashing yet again. You know, but the fact of the matter is that this. Film is just a, a, a relic from a bygone era. Let's move into the future. You are a relic <laughs> from the bygone era. <laughs> and with that, I believe that we've reached the natural conclusion of this debate. Tell me, Haysom, what do you really think? Uh, I love this film. All right. I think it's hard not to love this film. Mm -hmm. It is... 
I think when you watch this movie, you walk out of the cinema and you go like, this is the movies. Yeah. You know, like it is for the big screen. It is the action's incredible. There's emotion. There's drama. Tom Cruise is whatever may, his outside life may be. Like on the screen, like he is a movie star. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love this movie. This is my favorite movie of the year <laughs> by far. I mean, I don't know. It was just, look, I didn't expect it to be so phenomenal. Like, yeah. it is just a pure film. Like, it's not trying to be something else. It's not It's not bowing to expectations or, or, or censoring or limiting itself because of fear, right? It is unashamedly itself and because of that sincerity it succeeds now you know I, you know I, it does come in it does bring top gun into the modern era when it comes to representation when it comes to having you know uh, kind of more of a more of a modern look at at the cast you know and and, yeah. and and that was a good thing but you know the fact of the matter is that this is tom cruise's film he's not being undermined for being himself whereas yeah. a lot of recent movies they almost take the the, the character the main character yeah. and they trash him yeah you know and, and almost disrespect him you know uh, as, as as they sacrifice him on this altar you know which is just going too far you know in this case this is tom cruise's film it's exciting it's fun it's uh it's it's emotionally like riveting the flight scenes were incredible i mean yeah. you just feel like you're there in the in the in the cockpit yeah you know, I, I I really think we should have made more jokes about that. Uh, we should have. We should I have. Uh, watched this movie a second time. We watched it on IMAX the first time together. Yes. I watched it a second time in 4DX. Yes. Uh, well worth it. I've yes. never watched a movie. I didn't watch it in 4DX. I have never I've watched a movie. I've seen it in IMAX. I've yeah. never watched a movie in 4DX before. Yeah. But I was like, you know, maybe this is worth it. Was and that when it, you stood up and clapped? It was amazing. Right? <laughs> I did not stand up and clap, but it was. It's it's just so perfect to watch uh, in 4DX, and the movie really? was actually, I would say, better the second time around, oh, uh, because I think the thing that really works about this movie is that it's a very it's very straightforward, right? It is here's the mission. This is what we need to accomplish. We train to get the mission. We do the mission. And because it is so clear about its stakes and what needs to happen, you're kind of on the edge of your seat the yeah, whole time yeah. just because you know so clearly what is going to happen, yeah. what every move is, what they need to do. They drill that down in your head over yes. and over and over again. And then they rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it. And and the way that the characters are eliminated, yeah. it's so satisfying to see who's going to rise to the top, you know? And there's something so visceral about that kind of experience of, you know, feeling like you're part of this crew, part of yeah. this team that you care about who wins or loses. And obviously you're, the funny thing is it's kind of upside down because in the initial film in, in Top Gun, you know, he was the, the, the student yeah. and now the student has become the master, you know? And, you know, all the different characters, they have like their own, like, you know, there's, their own there's Hangman and this uh, Bob and there's, you know, uh, yeah, Rooster. Yeah, yeah. And they all kind of have their own kind of character arcs, yeah. like little mini character arcs. And it's so satisfying yeah. to watch. And you care when, when if they get killed or, or, you know, you care about them if they succeed. Like yeah. you, you, you actually feel an emotional connection to all the characters, even if you've spent more time with one, uh, one than the other, yeah. you know, and the relationship between, you know, uh, Maverick and, uh, and, and Rooster, yeah. you know, it's so wonderful because all of a sudden Maverick almost becomes the father figure yeah. th that, that he, that, that, that Rooster lost 
kind of because of Maverick to some extent, you know? And I think this movie also goes to show that, you know, there's a lot of movies where we kind of, like Jurassic Park, for example. <laughs> let's yeah, shit on again, that again. Let's shit on Jurassic that, World Dominion. Uh, there's a lot of movies that do this thing where they kind of bring up nostalgic factors to yeah. try and uh, win you over. And we complain about that in a lot of movies where we go yeah. like, that's all this is. Yeah. This movie does that too, but it goes to show that how you do it is yeah. so important because in this movie, it just works. It's like part every of the time. story. It's not just a kind of a, a little, you know, tacked on. No. It, it's, it's, it's there and it adds emotional weight to the film. It adds something. It doesn't feel like, hey, here's a callback. Now feel good, right? It actually is important to the story. It says something and it... Uh, really, like I think Spider-Man No Way Home also does this where it is about like bringing back people and nostalgia, but it does it so well that it actually uh, actually works. But this is a tighter yeah, film, right? Much, like, much tighter. Like, like, much like tighter. No, Way Home was like, no Way Home was fun and but yeah. it was huge, bloated, you know, almost. Like it was so big, you yeah. know, like so many characters. So many. Mm. This is such a narrow, you know, focused film that it gives you you know, such a, such a clear kind of designation of what it is. And, 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 and that allows you to feel like you're really a part of it. And even like the subplots, like there's a romantic subplot, but that feeds into the main yeah. story. And, you know, I think. But I like, I like that romantic subplot I because did. it was genuine. Unashamed. Yeah, it was genuine. Like, and it had that kind of, it felt like that shades of 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 the, the 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 past even the way that it was treated it yeah. wasn't like like it was a real romantic subplot you know like it was like 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 the flirtation and it felt kind of like okay that it it's a movie with a lot of heart and yes. it like kind of wears it on its sleeves yes. and then there's the action sequences which are yeah some of the best yeah. in a very long time yeah my also like my second favorite movie of the year yeah, what was your favorite movie of the year? It's RRR. Oh yeah, <laughs> we really need to do RRR. We should do it. We gotta do RRR. Yeah. But yeah, like for me too, man. I, I you know, look, I am the last person to jump on board for some you know military minded you know like like like, yep. like movie, especially if I feel like okay, this is this is kind of like a you know it's it's ignoring the realities of of war and and things like that, right? But this is a film. It's a movie, and at the end of the day, it's it treats this mission in a way where it's almost mythical. Yeah. It's mythological. You don't really... And it even treats the enemy with a lot of respect. Like, the enemy, whoever they are, yeah. which we don't know who they are... Faceless. Faceless. I think that was a good thing, yeah. you know? Because it didn't point fingers at anybody. You know, you could guess, maybe, but it, they're not real, you yeah. know? And their skill, their skill, the enemy's skill was very high. It do, And it doesn't feel like it's like America, like it, like the propaganda for the arm. Yes, of course, like, I mean, you know, the Navy feels yeah. like they're cool and you yeah, look at it, yeah. you're like, I want to fly these things, but it doesn't have a jingoistic, like, yes. rah-rah, America number one kind of thing. It's more like, we need to do this. Like, even the, the reason for their mission is they're like, you know, uh, our allies, we need to help, like, just random yeah. allies. These are bad guys. They're random allies. We it. need to help. Yeah. That's about, there is no, like, you know, uh, scenes in front of the flag or exactly. things. There is, there is none of that. It is much more about kind of these people. It's, it's brotherhood. It's simple. So yeah. Brother and sisterhood, I guess you go. Like it's, it's about the, the fraternity yeah. of this group of people. Exactly. It's about the danger that they're facing. It's about their skill. It's about the emotional stakes. You know, 
like, you know, I remember when I was a kid, I used to watch like, you know, let's, I mean, I, you know, I remember some of the anime that I used to watch when I was a kid and it was very much like, you know, there was a lot of military elements to yeah. it, but I didn't care about that. I just cared about the danger and the action and, and this film almost, you know, brings you to that point. Like these are phenomenal machines that they're, that they're flying. Yeah. You know, you've got this, 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 you know, main character who's head and shoulders above everybody else, but who is flawed yeah. as well and who purposefully has kept himself back because he cares so much about flying that he doesn't want to advance, you know? Uh, and, and you've got the weight, the burden that he's still still holding, the guilt that he's still carrying from, from the past. And, you know, that's the stuff that you care about, you know? So, you know, ultimately, I know that you will get out of this film whatever you want to see. So if someone's like a right-wing, you know, nutbag, they might feel you know yeah. good about what but i don't care you know yeah. uh, because at the end of the day it's not about that it's it's really just about these people and and the challenge that they're facing you know and so yeah i really love this film as well so how many fifth generation <laughs> fighter jets would you give Top Gun Maverick. I'd give it a 9.5. I think Woo! this is a near perfect film. And, you know, I say near perfect to see like, just almost like there's something wrong with it. There isn't. It just, you know what? I give it a 10. What? what? I give it a 10. Yeah. So this and Toy Story, yeah. Huh? This Toy Story, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what else you gave 10s to, but definitely. So it goes Top Gun Maverick, yeah. Toy Story. Basically the same film. Basically the same. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I, I don't know. I don't even know if I have I given any 10s out. I'm not really sure, but like... I think you gave Ad Astra a 10. Did I? I think so. maybe a 9 I love or a that. 10. I love yeah. that movie. And a lot of people didn't, yeah. but I freaking loved it. Yeah. This deserves a 10, for sure. This is a solid... I mean, this it's just it was so exciting. It was so much fun. Yeah. And if Ad Astra got a 10, this deserves a 10.5. Like, this yeah. is phenomenal. So I loved it. Can't wait to see it again. Um, yeah, absolutely. Man, I want a spin-off where Buzz Lightyear joins the Top Gun Academy. <laughs> but Chris Evans, Buzz Lightyear? Or <laughs> no, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave some comments. Your support is the epic dogfight of our dreams. Mm -hmm.